This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. David Jorgensen from Insight Soap Magazine. Hello, David. Good afternoon, Jill. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, this week. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, you've been enjoying the soaps this week? They've been all right, haven't they? Yeah, they've been <laughs> fine. They've been absolutely fine. They've been quite good, actually. I've been enjoying them. Yes, um, we're giving up now for coming up to the spring storylines and everything else. And there's some really exciting stuff coming up that I'm not allowed to talk about, as always. But yeah, we're all we're giving up for some quite exciting stuff in all the soaps. And don't forget, of course, that if you're a behind-the-scenes watcher like I am, then we're giving up the big changes on Coronation Street in Emmerdale, of course, because new producer Kate Oates is leaving Emmerdale and going to Coronation Street, and that is due to happen around April. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there was behind the scenes things going on now in preparation for her arrival there and things that are going on and she's already been quoted in the press as saying that she wants a lot more stuff involving comedy and the older characters like Rita and Norris and Audrey and all those people so very exciting times to come and it'll be very interesting to see what happens in Emmerdale as well. Absolutely. Speaking of which, um, Emmerdale at the moment, um, well, it's all gone a wee bitty quiet, hasn't it? Since, I mean, we've had helicopter crashes and, you know, we've had so much go on in Emmerdale in a while. But, this, uh, you know, I suppose we've got, we've got Aaron and his dad at the moment. What is going to happen there? Because he's pulled out of the pub. Yeah, this is the thing. It's... it's, it's... It's going to get very emotional indeed for for Aaron, of course. And Danny Miller, who plays him, is always brilliant at doing this stuff. And I think in the next few weeks, we're going to find out some stuff that kind of explains why Aaron is the sort of person that he is and why he's never really been able to kind of get over some very big things that have happened to him. And obviously all this stuff now with the self-harm and all this, you know, this kind of stuff that he's done before, before he ran off to France and then came back again. And those wounds of the past just never seem to heal for him. So hopefully uh, with these mum, uh, um, charities help, not charity, sorry, chastity, excuse me, chastity's help then uh, he'll be able to recover but i don't think it's going to be any easy at all especially where people like robert sugden are involved mm, definitely definitely although I'm, I'm really liking their relationship at the moment you know robert's coming across as being quite tender and gentle and really kind of sticking up for aaron how long is it going to last for though because we all know what robert sugden's like don't we we do we do indeed thank goodness he's nothing like you david <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I've got this other whole of the secret life that nobody knows about. Do you? I bet you do. Actually, that'd be I quite don't. exciting. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you know, I killed Lucy Beale. You know, I did the other night is um, after a long day in the inside soap office, I went home and what did I do? So exciting. I sat there with my leftover chicken pie and watched Jennifer Ellison on Sugar Free Farm on ITV feeding a buffalo calf. That is what that is my other life watching Jennifer Ellison on uh, Sugar Free Farm. Listen, don't knock it. Don't knock it. That sounds that sounds exciting to me. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd been there. Anyway, listen, uh, what else is happening in Emmerdale? Laurel, now she's pregnant and um, she's kind of trying to tell Ashley. Well, she told Ashley it was because of her alcoholism. She doesn't think she'll be able to cope. But then she admitted to him last night it was because, you know, she didn't think she could cope with a baby and Ashley's dementia. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of obvious, isn't it? I mean, it's and it's, it's completely understandable as well. You know, Laurel has been through the mill over the last year or so. She was, you know, she had a massive alcohol problem. You know, she did so many bad things to poor Marlon. And then obviously now she's sorted out her life. She's sober. She's off the booze. Then obviously Ashley's terrible um, bombshell that he has vascular dementia. There's no cure for that, obviously. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future to Ash. Well, we do, but we don't know how fast it's going to happen or how slowly. If he is lucky, it will be a slow decline, but we just don't know for sure. And of course, Laurel has doubts about this. This is the last thing she needed. Now there's going to be um, a bit of a twist this evening. I'm not going to say too much. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who watches. So yeah, just tune in because there'll be some very big developments in this story tonight. Oh, wow. Well, I will be tuning in for definite. Um, listen, let's move over to Coronation Street. Um, now, last night we saw Audrey kind of clutching her chest and kind of collapsing to the ground and then admitting as the ambulance arrived that she was in love with Ken. Um, You know, what's wrong with Audrey? Is she had a heart attack? Well, Audrey has had heart problems before. She has had chest problems before. I mean, uh, if you catch your mind back a couple of years ago when David and, and Kylie were playing Silly Beggars at the salon and Audrey very kindly put it in, put the salon into David's name, and, and then he refused to give it back to her, and it was a bit of a disaster. And yeah, she had chest pains and had to be rushed into hospital then as well. So you know she has had this before, but yeah, poor poor Audrey having to deal with all this and the fact that she's in love with Ken, uh, it's all a bit of a all a bit of a mess really. But having said that, it's what we're coming back to is stories with the older characters, which is what we all love. And I'm sure we all feel sorry for Audrey, of course. You know, we don't want her to she obviously feels very guilted because she was there when the when when um um, what was she called? Bev came back uh, to tell everyone that Deirdre had died, of course. And Audrey was the one who helped Ken to try and keep it together and to to deal with everything that happened. Um, so I, I do feel very sorry for it. And there are a lot of people out there in the in the newspapers and everything are saying that Ken is moving on way too fast. But quite frankly, what we've seen with Nessa over the last few weeks, I think we'd all much prefer to see him with Audrey. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I still think it's wrong. I mean, it's not even been a year. Um, so I just I just still think it's a bit wrong uh, personally. Uh, but then I'm sure Ken doesn't care what I think personally. Um, so it, it would be nicer to see him with the likes of Audrey than Nessa, without a doubt. Um, listen, Jenny is back and uh, not living very comfortably. No, poor. We all. I actually feel sorry for Jenny. Jenny, I think Jenny was only supposed to come back for a, a very short storyline. And um, everyone loves Sally Ann Matthews. She's absolutely brilliant. She's the one who plays her, and uh, we all loved having Jenny back. And it's a real throwback to the old, you know, the the, the kind of late eighties, early nineties with Alan Bradley and all that kind of stuff happening in Coronation Street. When you know, when when twenty five million people a week were tuning in to watch Coronation Street at that stage. So it was lovely having her back. She was brilliant. And yeah, and they've made the very wise decision in my opinion to bring her back for good now obviously following on from last year's storyline where she kidnapped little jack and ran off with him to hull and we we found out basically she had some form of post-traumatic stress disorder because her own child had drowned and she blamed herself for that and now she's going to be back on the cobbles and the question is how is everyone going to react to her there's going to be a few big things coming up for jenny in the next couple of weeks that will really put that to the test of course no surprise there i don't think for anyone and i don't think life back in weatherfield is going to be easy for her at all 
No, it doesn't sound like it. And I don't think life is is, you know, hotting up for, for Mary either. I don't I don't think Mary's gonna come out of this relationship very well that she's having at the moment. Well, no, and we all love Mary, of course, and she has been led hook, line and sinker by Brendan. And um, yeah, it's, it's such a real shame, of course. And yeah, tomorrow night now, I think Mary is going to get a bit of a shock where that's concerned. But fear not. I don't think Mary's state is going to be in a bad way for long. I think she's going to have a new project to keep her going. I'm not going to say any more than that. Oh, wow. Oh, I can't wait. What do, what do you call um, Nick's ex again? Which one? He's got so many. Oh, the one that played Kim Tate and Claire. Oh, Claire King. King, yeah. What's her name in the program again? Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, I keep doing this. I keep doing that. I think it begins with an E or something. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, I thought it was hilarious last night when when they were having a little chat in the shop, and she said, um, "You know, I don't care what people say about you. You're actually really nice." And uh, she turned around and went, "Sorry." <laughs> and uh, Mary went, oh, no, don't apologise and walked out. <laughs> I've just done oh, a very quick just... check just to jog my memory. It's Erica. That's Erica. Called. Now, Erica isn't going anywhere. Erica is another character who only came in temporarily and has stayed because we all really like her. And she's going to have a few big things coming up in the next few weeks as well. So stay tuned, Erica fans. Brilliant. Okay, listen, EastEnders, last but not least, um, the whole big story there at the moment is uh, Stacey. I mean, you know, she has been phenomenal she really has a award nomination in my opinion yes they don't normally give BAFTAs to soap actors but I think on this occasion they need to make an exception because she's been absolutely amazing she's been incredible and actually I thought it was quite um you know it it was it it was quite a moment actually I don't even know how to describe the moment because it wasn't touching it was quite sad actually when Shabnam went in the other day and Stacey is kind of drugged out her mind at the moment um obviously you know they're trying to sort of get her out of this psychosis um and and Shabnam is kind of talking to her you know angrily and then you can see that she softens and it's it's just all quite sad at the moment isn't it yeah, Shabnam and Stacey have a really good friendship, actually. And uh, so you can see that she, it's, it's not an ordinary case of, well, I suddenly hate you, Stacey, because you uh, you gave birth to my husband's baby, that kind of thing. It's, you know, there's so many layers to this. And uh, yeah, both Stacey and Shabnam, who, they both play this brilliantly. And uh, you can really empathize with the pair of them. Poor Shabnam now, of course, is absolutely distraught. She doesn't think she's ever going to have another child. And yeah, it's, it's just so sad. But at the same time, of course, there is the other side to this storyline as well, which is where the men are concerned. So Kush obviously knows exactly what's going on. Paul Martin trying to keep everything together, desperately trying to keep that family together, despite everything that silly, silly Whitney throws in. And we'll come back to Whitney in a second. Despite everything that she's done this week, he's really trying to keep it together. But he obviously has no idea that Arthur really probably isn't his child. Well, this is the thing. And, you know, see, up until now, I kind of thought, you know, I, I, I had no kind of real feelings about Martin. You know, he was just kind of there as Stacey's other half um, or Sonia's ex other half. And, you know, but he has been amazing. What an amazing actor he's been as well. He's yeah, played James so Byer well. plays him. He stepped into the role because the original actor didn't fancy coming back to EastEnders. And uh, he's, he's made the role his own. It's, it's, it's really interesting to see because a lot of people thinking, you know, because the, the other Martin was so well known before and uh, when he came back it was a bit of a, I don't know if people thought it was a bit of a struggle at first, I certainly didn't I loved him from the start, but yeah it's uh, 
he's definitely in there now and he's a really core cool character and it's really interesting to see what Martin's going to do next. Absolutely. Listen, just quickly, talk about Whitney and, and oh, Ryan being back. Don't. I'm just, do you know what? I really want to like Whitney. I really do. She's been through a hell of a lot in her life. Obviously, Bianca's kind of foster stroke adopted daughter, whatever their relationship was. Um, but, you know, so I love her for that and the way they came in. And she's been around for years. She's brilliant, of course. Actress who plays Ashona McGarty is absolutely wonderful in real life, by the way. Absolutely nothing like Whitney at all. But yeah, ringing Ryan to come back in the middle of all this while poor Stacy is in a hospital and then all this chaos going on with Ryan. And then, of course, there's going to be something happening tonight that is really going to put the cat among the pigeons. And Whitney is a very stupid girl that's all i'm going to say now also if you're watching tonight there's two episodes of eastenders on tonight so twice as much drama for your money because there's no eastenders on tomorrow because there's a football match on so two eastenders tonight oh my goodness that's it my my night is written off any plans are written off i'm eastendering it all the to way get enraged by <laughs> whitney dean yes. oh no 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 okay well listen uh, i shall get the popcorn to the ready tonight and uh, i'll be sitting watching all the soaps david thank you so much for joining us and uh telling us what's going on at the moment and obviously if anybody wants to take a look at the current issue of inside soap magazine it's fabulous as always so please do go out and get it if you can and if you can't you can take a look online it's a fully accessible website have you got the address I do indeed. This is insidesoap.co.uk. Amazing. David Georgeson from Inside Soap Magazine, thank you so much for joining us here in the Daily Lunch today. We'll speak to you again really soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.